is a, a good time to unfollow your significant other on social media <laughs> because I think Meg might have got on that ban list of me <laughs> not being able to view anybody on Instagram. But she she ain't she you know we talked one time about the list of um you know hey look if this celebrity came and was like hey here it is you know yeah. be like baby you just gotta take that L Meg ain't made that list yet. So I'm gonna tell you right now, Angela Simmons, <laughs> Meg D. Stallion, even Lizzo. Lizzo, really? Yeah. Lizzo, she's just so confident in her bigness. Yeah, but like I just feel like she do a little bit too much. And it's not because she big. Like some females just do too much. Just like, here's my body, like I'm showing my body off at all times. Like right. after a while that just get a little old. It's like, yeah, oh, like look. Yeah. Like we appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, and like it's nothing like you know a confident woman, right? Mm-hmm. Like you want your woman to be confident, but like, dog, I don't want to see your ass every time. All the time. All the time. Yeah. Like, like put on some clothes sometime. Yeah. Let me like, let me just admire your curves. Like, I don't need to see your ass cheeks and your titties out all the time. Damn. But uh, yeah. So it was a pretty uh unpackful week, man, to say the least. But the uh. The thing that I want to discuss today, man, and uh, I think it was a good versus battle, yeah, to say the least. Yeah, yeah. And the reason why, like, a lot of people were saying, like, oh, man, it was boring. Like, of course, you know, I listen to The Breakfast Club every morning at work. Yeah. I, you know, I go in at 4. So they, they air our time at 5. A central time they go on at six, so I'm at work and I catch it from the beginning. Yeah, and you know they were they were talking about you know the the versus battle and Charlemagne and, and Envy was like it was boring because I guess you know coming off a versus battle of Snoop and DMX that was just full of like uh, what's the word I want to look for energy. Yeah, and they were laid back. It was energetic. They was dropping songs. They had stories. Then you had you come with with Ross and Chains. I don't know if they were like smoked out. I don't know if they were like you know on the the the, the drain. Yeah, but it was it was more of a vibe. It was it was it was good. At, it's a vibe. Yeah, it was a vibe. It's oh, a vibe. It was a vibe. Yeah. And like when you if you compare that one to the Snoop and DMX one. Mm-hmm. The Snoop and DMX one is it's just something about older music right. that takes you back yeah. to a moment. So mm-hmm. like you get hyped up not necessarily just because the song was dope, but also because the you it brings back so many memories. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if it brings back those memories that adds something to right. you know, the impact of the song yeah. for you. But I thought, man, I thought the verses was live. Yeah, man. I thought it was live, man. Like I like, I like, I like Ross and Chains because they was dropping music during our college years. Right. During our young adulthood. Yes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So that resonated with us. Like, I mean, 
I told you, you know, in, in pre-production, like, Port of Miami was, or is still, like, one of my favorite, like, top three Ross albums. Yeah, yeah. You know, and to say the least, I think the Maybach music series that he does legit. is legit. Like, when he gets with Justice League, oh, man. You, you already know. Yeah, when you hear that Justice League. Justice League. Justice League. And you hear Ross... Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like, oh, you know it's gonna be some fight. It's gonna be magic. I love it. Yes, and you know, for for Ross and Chains, man, I think that was a good a good versus battle. Yeah, and something that Chains said, and we gonna get to it. You know, when he was when he did his uh, interview with the Breakfast Club, he stated. He was under the impression of a versus battle. Yeah. 20 hits. He said, man, 20 hits? I played 23 hits. No, he played hits. Hits. So so let me ask you this. So when you 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 go you going into listening to a versus battle, mm-hmm. right? What is some of the criteria that you have that you are weighing whenever you are trying to figure out who won that battle? Well, first and foremost, like Two Chain said, in a twenty-hit versus battle, I want to hear the hits. Yeah. First and foremost. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying? I I want bring your A game. Yeah. So it don't matter if it's their song, they featured on the song. I would love, I would love it to be their song. I would love it to be their their hits. Yeah. You know, now if they got features on that song, like a Drake. Yeah, which a Wayne. I mean like real talk, like Drake and Wayne were on like 10, 12 of those songs mm-hmm. that each of them played. Yep. So like that just shows more the impact that like Drake and Wayne have on the rap game. Oh yeah. Cause like, I mean it was Easy, like I was like, it was like almost at one time, like every other song, yeah, was either Wayne or Drake was a part of that. that and, and, I, and, I, and I think maybe the first three Ross albums, or might even been four, you can bet your bottom dollar that he was gonna have a Jay Z feature, yeah, he was gonna have a Drake feature, yeah, he was gonna have a Wayne feature, yeah, he was gonna have a Pain feature, yeah, and you gotta think. They came out during the early 2000s, yeah. the early to mid 2000, like 2004, 5, 6, 7, 8-ish. Yeah, yeah. Which, which during this, not to cut you off, but during this time, think about who was big on features during this time. Wayne? Yeah. First and foremost. Pain. Pain? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were the biggest featured artists during this time. And I mean, everybody in the rap game was seeking out those top three. And then Drake started to come along. Right, right, shortly after that. Yeah. But I mean, like in 2007, Wayne had a top 77 of 2007 by himself. And it wasn't just solos. It was mainly features because he was just hopping on everybody's stuff. Everything. Everything. Like, you need a verse, got it. You need something, got it. He was just on everybody's stuff. He just wanted to put out bars. 
That's it. Hit yeah. after hit after hit. Right. And it's just like without them on those songs, I mean, honestly, like how impactful would the songs have been without them? But bottom line, it's still a hit. Yep. It's still a hit. Like, I'm with you. Like, I want to hear hits. I want to hear strictly hits. Yeah. And <clears throat> it was like when me, when me and Milan, before like the verses picked up, me and Milan, we were shooting the shit and we was like, man, let's put a playlist together. You know, we had three different categories. Yeah. And we put the playlist together. And, you know, a, a lot of people didn't or weren't able to log in to, to live for whatever the reason it was. Yeah. You know, we was having issues. I mean, we got pros. We were right. doing this just to shoot the shit. I had that Ted Rowley going on. Yeah, we had the Ted. <laughs> we had we, Melinda Rowley. <laughs> <laughs> We had technical issues. Yeah. But, and then he posted the list. When you post the list during a versus battle, it does no justice. It doesn't. Like, it does no justice at all. I think the the, <clears throat> the further that this is going along, it's proven. Like, you got to listen to the songs as they happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you almost have to have, like, a tally sheet. You have to. In front of you. And like you when to. you hear track for track, all right, that's a tally for such and such. Mm -hmm. You know, and and it was just like, because going into the battle, into the verses, I was like, man, Ross, Ross going to get him. You and me both. I didn't think it was going to be a blowout, but I was like, Ross going to get him. Because like, overall, Ross is the better artist. Oh, yeah. Hands down. Hands down. Like, he's a better artist. But then, like, Chains was like, he wasn't strategic. And he was strategic, but not in the sense to where... Excuse me, where he wanted to play songs based on what Ross played, mm -hmm. he was just like, no, I'm playing these 20. Right. And he just gonna have to deal with these 20. Yeah. It's almost like when you're playing ball, like football, and they, you know, start a game with 10 plays. Mm -hmm. We're not straying from these 10. Yeah. It's these 10 plays. Yeah. We're gonna run these 10 plays. Yeah. And you just gonna have to deal with it. They're gonna have to adjust. Yeah, to these and 10. Stop it. Yeah, exactly. yeah, that's it. That's it. Exactly. And also, another thing that I look at too, like when we watching the versus battle, like the stories or whatever preface that they do before they drop that track, yeah. that plays a key factor in it as well. Right. Because, oh man, 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 when Chains, he was like, yeah, you know, Everybody always talking about the strip scene, the strip club scene in Miami. Yeah. But we all know the strip club scene in Atlanta. We talked about that last week. Right. And Pepper Lou. It's on another level. It's on another level. Yeah, it's now, on another now, level. Brandon, and, man, I, I don't know. It just seems like a lot of my mischief and memories always involve Lenny. <laughs> But Lenny would tell you, man, like when we went to Miami, I think it was maybe like 2013 with our chapter. Yeah. And we went to Miami and, you know, we left them and we went to the King of Diamonds that night. And it was a vibe. Yeah. It was a vibe, man. We was drinking, we was having a good time. Shit, man, we made King of Diamonds YouTube page. Yeah, y'all remember. We was, on the, we was on the stage with the strippers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it was crazy. But then again, KOD had nothing on 
that time when we went to Atlanta. Yeah. And we went to Blue Flame. Yeah. And Magic City. Yeah. It, it's just, it's nothing like it. And when Chains prefaced that, and the beat dropped, and he had the strippers come up, Chains, he, that motherfucker got 10 points for me. Right. Right. He brought props. He bought the props. Yeah. Now, granted, Ross, I forgot the song that Ross played next, and he had the chick to come out. And massage him. And massage him. And changed his shirt. Took his shirt off. Yeah, man. He, hey, man, look, as far as, you know, from, he a big guy. He give us confidence, man. Always. He give us confidence, because he ain't afraid to take his shirt off at all. Hey, hey man. He all fly. <laughs> all fly. You gonna catch all this wobble, baby. Yeah. That's it. I want you wobble. Man, so like for me that's another that's another bonus when watching a versus battle, like how they preface the next track that they play. Mm-hmm. And we also talked about this in pre-production, like Chains, he stuck with the guy. He said, I'm coming in and I'm playing 20 hits. That's it? Hits. Straight and hits. he prefaced it. He was like, this next song was another platinum hit. Yeah. Drop it, DJ. He right. dropped. Right. You right. Know? That was the thing, you know, a lot of us, because, you know, we're not from the East Coast. We're not from the New York area. Yeah. We didn't really didn't tune in with the Kiss and Fab. Right. But Kiss was like, Fab is a bigger commercial artist than I am. Right. I'm finna make him try to come out of his shell, compete with me. And he did. And he did that. Yeah. He and did. he won that. Right. Now, I'm not a big Kiss fan. Right. I'm really not too much of a big Fab fan, but I love. His summertime shootout series. Man, that and um, what was the um, what was the funeral uh, mixtape series he came out with? I can't think of the name of it right now, but he came out with another series. Like he's a dope, dope rapper. But if you you talking about lyricists, like Jada Kiss is up there, like one of the best, very underrated at that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and that's what J- Jada said. He said that plenty of times. He was, he was after the fact. He said, "I had a plan, and my plan was to pull Jay, uh, pull Fab, and make him compete with me." Yep. Chains. He was like, "I'm not finna go track for track." No. Ross would kill me. He he stated in his Breakfast Club interview. He said, "I know Ross' collection. Right. I had a list of his tracks." In the studio, he said, "I prepped and I planned for this." Mm-hmm. And goddamn it, he did a good ass job. He did, bro. You know, he what did. like, I mean, Ross, he came with the shit that I knew. Like when he played "Stay Skinny," uh, that is besides the Maybach music series. Yeah. "Stay Skinny," and once again, he had the boy Drake on that. Right. Did you work with me shooting in the gym? But no, when he played I'm a Star, because Teflon Don is one of my favorite mm-hmm. It's probably my favorite Ross album, Teflon Don is. Yeah. And when he came, he played I'm a Star, I was like, oh! Because he, man, Ross, be spitting. He really do. And then just him and, him and Justice League are just, 
that that has to be like the one of the best producer artist collabs. Yeah. Besides anything early cash money with Manny Fresh. Yeah. You can't forget about Dre and Snoop either. Dre and Snoop. Yeah, Dre yeah. and Snoop up there too. But yeah, like Manny Fresh and Cash Money. Oh man, like, bro, like you couldn't tell me nothing. Right. Especially when I was down in New Orleans. Right, right. I know you heard all that. Everything. Yeah. I even heard like shit that wasn't even mainstream. I'm like, why is this not playing? Dog, I listened to, uh, like, I had just started listening to Hot Boys, um, Guerrilla Warfare a few weeks ago. And I was like, I just played it. I ain't skipped nothing. I was like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, it was just really just like a fire album all around. You know what I mean? But if you just look at the the work that they put out during that time, and yeah. from the late 90s to the early 2000s, mm-hmm. and it was just all him producing all that stuff. Yeah. It was just awesome, bruh. Awesome, bruh. And, um, you know, so, yeah. so like, that kind of, you know, that, that kind of got me to thinking too. So if you had to choose other artists, or producers that you want to see go up against each other in the verses, where would you go? Shit. Next, I ain't gonna lie. I would love to see Ye and Drake. Yeah. I would love to see that. But this dog, like the thing with that too is that like there's history behind that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Drake, particularly, because we talked about this um, a few weeks ago, like he's very diabolical when it comes to like whether it's dissing or battling or going against somebody very much so oh yeah and so he would like take you so seriously and then with yay yay just got so much like it, it, he could pay play all his own stuff he could play stuff that he produced it would just be that would that would really that would really go down to if those two went head to head, I think the score would probably be nineteen. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. It might be eleven nine. Eleven nine or twelve eight. Twelve eight, something real close. But like the the way that they play, like the the playlist would have to be like perfect. Yeah. You know, kind of like with with two chains. He was like these twenty. I'm playing these 20 in this order, and then that's going to be it. Yeah. Like, you would have to be so strategic in how you did that and just not and try your best not to stray from it. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the hard thing, too, is, like, they might have – it's just like any sport. Like, you have a – you have in mind what you're going to do, what everything's going to look like. But then when you get in the game, you're like, oh, I can't do any of that at all. And then you have to stray from it. But – you can't really stray from it, especially when we talk about two great artists like that. Oh yeah. You know, I would want to see um, like Milan had posted. I think he said uh, Justice League versus Cool and Dre. I think that would be a good one. Okay. Because Justice League majority of Justice League stuff is gonna be um, Ross. With Cool and Dre, I know they Remy Ma, Fat Joe, that type of stuff. You know, so like that would be an interesting one too. I'm gonna keep it south. I'm gonna keep the southern hits, baby. I would love to see T.I. and Jeezy. Ooh, 
Think T.I. catch him though. Not by much. He wouldn't catch him by much, but I just think like if we keep it in southern hip hop and rap trap, I would love to see T.I. and Jesus. That would be a good one. That would be a great. Yeah, that would be a good that one. would be a great. One. Yeah, because like because Jeezy, I love Jeezy. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite authors, for real. And um, but with uh, but T.I. T.I. just got hits. He just got hits, right? Yep, he does. He sure. does, man. Shit. My favorite T.I. album, Trap Music. Yeah, definitely. Hands so, down. Hey, let's get away. Right. And get away. <laughs> uh, Jazzy Faith. Uh-huh. <coughs> oh, Jazzy. Jazzy Faith. Yeah, man. Fizzle, yeah. fizzle. Yeah, yeah. That'll be a good one. And then, I'm, uh, shit, I'm going to throw one more out there to you and see what you think about this one. Let's get... And this, we talk about this in the group. Give me Neo and Usher. Oh, man, here you go. Yep. <laughs> here you go. But, all right, so, like, so I think with one of the biggest things, because, like, you referred to the 2 Chainz interview, why he was, he was, like, upset. He was. You know, because people were, like, you know, you didn't play like your own stuff. He's like, I'm owning stuff, and these are hits. Big hits. Big hits. Huge. So, like, it's like, for that one, I'm like, the criteria needs to be set. Mm-hmm. As far as, like, is it your own stuff? Because Neo, Neo is a writer, yep. a producer, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And his Artist. own stuff. Yeah. So, it's like, does, does he get the opportunity to pull from all of that? Considering that Usher was pretty much just an artist? Because mm-hmm. if that's the case, that's unfair. Life is unfair. Nah, nah, nah. Like, if we talking about just... Neo! Artists, real? I should don't get them. From just an artist standpoint. Now, if you include all that other stuff, yeah, Neo don't get them. Tell that nigga to uh, boot up and start producing <laughs> shit. Right for other people. The, the criteria to be set, okay. You know, to I like artist versus artist versus like stuff I produced plus I wrote because he can wrote stuff for so many people. Mm-hmm. Like that was the thing when uh, when Manny Fresh and uh, Scott Storch went up against each other. Like Scott Storch then produced for all kinds of people. Yeah. You know? Where like Manny is mainly Cash Money Southern. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you look at it, the weight is not fair. In that sense, but you know, it's like they just playing they hits, but it also too just depends on like the listener what they value most. Like with Manny, Manny touched us a different way. Yeah. Because we from the South. Mm-hmm. Maybe not anywhere across the country, but for the South, like cash money means a lot to us. Yeah. A whole lot to us. So, you know. We like man, you know, man and got him. But Scott Storch is worldwide. Yep. You know, because he's in different genres and this type of stuff. I don't know, man. But it's just like it's no set criteria, which I I figured that they don't do that just because they don't want to limit the artists. Right. But I don't know if and like they just doing it for just the love of the music. But I. I, I 
don't know. I just feel like someone had to be said. Okay. Last one. Who would you want to see in a versus battle against Lil Wayne? Jay-Z. You think that'd be fair? Lil Wayne and Jay-Z? I just feel like... No, I'll take it back. I say yeah. Lil Wayne and yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I say yeah. Oh, man. I, like, the, the, Wayne has a catalog that's bigger than this house. Yeah. Especially when you include features. Yeah. Like, he, he has... His catalog is just... Ridiculous, but like I when we talked in the group that time, I take into account like Wayne had that patch of or that that those years where it just wasn't it was just like yeah hmm uh I don't know that was the later years yeah the later years after two thousand ten maybe from like two thousand. 11 to 16. But up to 2010. Two, right. 2000 to 2010? Best record whole, That whole decade? Oh, man. Nobody. Card one, card two. Both of those. Stupid. Ah. Stupid. Ah. And then if you just look at that features, what he did in 2007 alone. Alone. Ridiculous. He was a Britannica. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the whole L Britannica. But like Yay, Yay catalog is, I mean, he had what? How many albums in a row that were just pretty much flawless? Yeah, the the college dropout. Yep. Uh, graduation. Gra- late registration. Yep. Graduation. Yep. Uh, 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 what's the one that the one he was depressed? Uh, the and always a heartbreak. And um. The one that had devil in a red dress. And oh, my, my, my dark. Oh, my God. Which is his greatest album. Man. So he had five albums. Five albums. Just like dumb. Stupid. St- stupid. Had five back to back to back to so back. Man, you, you know what? You right. Wayne and Yay. Uh-huh. And Yay and Drake. I would love to see those. If, if he, one of the yeah. uh, both. Yeah, I can sit through a whole nother yay session. I mean, I can like I would even Wayne and Drake. I'm good with that. Well, they did they did a semi one. Yeah, but that was like we on tour and, and and Wayne shut the boy down. Yeah, but like I feel like if you all right, so like if you told Drake today, hey, in two weeks you gonna have a versus versus Wayne. Two weeks from now. I think it would be a lot closer than it was just on tour when they did some shit. Man, that would be that would be unfair because everything I would say probably from maybe 2010 to now is Drake or Kill Wayne. Right. But Wayne had 2000 to 2010. That is fact. So both of them got a decade of work that they could just pull from. Yeah. So, I mean, like, if you look at it from that standpoint, it would kind of be fair. Man, uh, so I think this is a good time, man, for us to take a commercial break and hear from our sponsor. But when we come back, I want us to tap on, you know, one thing that I grabbed. 
from the Two Chains interview, what he did with the Breakfast Club, he was saying how he wants people to give him his roses now. Yeah. Instead of when he passed. Mm-hmm. And that made me start the thing. While listening to another podcast, Three Brothers No Sense, how finding yourself, mm-hmm. becoming who you are for now, that molded and shaped your life. Because Two Chains had to go through a brain. Yeah. He had to go through a rebrand. Yeah. We're going to touch on that after the commercial break. After we hear from our sponsor. Bet. Yep. All right, we back. We back. We back, man. We, you know, sitting up here chilling on that hookah and on that drink. Yep. That drink. Yep. That peach. That peach. That crown peach is that peach. Yeah, that's something special, boy. Something special. Do something to the soul? Yes. Yes. Deep down. Mm. Deep down. Man, and we said, you know, we talking about this versus, man, because we have, you know, Ross and Chains bless us with uh, um, what we feel was a really good versus battle. But, you know, beforehand, man, you had posed a question about, you know, where did you find yourself? Yes, sir. And it's like, man, that's, that's a pretty deep question. You know, because, I mean, what, we 34. Yeah. So, a lot's happened in... 34 years. Well, see, the reason why, like, like I said, I I like to listen to to all the podcasts that are out there, like the, the indie podcast, so to say. You know, we got Wisdoms, you know, Lenny and, and the crew got All Safety. Yeah. Um, Razio and, and his and his brothers, they got Three Brothers No Sense. Right. So I like I like to listen to all like my friends podcast right and so and it tied in so perfectly with the versus battle so i i got this i had this question or this topic brewing for a while yeah by listening to three brothers no sense and it dawned on me listening to the versus battle and then listening to two chains interview he did on the breakfast club he was saying how he, you know, he want people to give him his roses now. Yeah. Which I don't blame. Him. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, show me my roses now while I'm here. Right. Versus when I pass. Yeah. And I don't, you know, I'm not here to celebrate with you all. And it, I'm not gonna lie. The only Titty Boy song that I listened to was Duffer Bag Boy. Yeah. That was it. If I ain't do nothing, I'm a ball. Right. I'm counting all day like the clock on the wall. And that was still on the cusp of his transition yeah. into two chains. And it never dawned on me like listening back to like old Luda stuff and and DTP compilations that he was a part of that. Yeah. But when he made that transition from Titty Boy to Two Chains, man, it was a change. It elevated him. Yeah. And I agree, like, when he became two chains, two chains. Yeah. True. <laughs> I respect him for that. Yeah. So I I went back and started listening to some of his music. I was like, man, two chains got some hits. Man. But it took awesome. him rebranding himself, finding himself, understanding who he is, and it embracing 
the two chains, yeah. not so much the Teddy boy, right. that made him who he is today. So you're right. So for my question, well, the question is, when did you realize that you are, I don't know if you have an alter ego, uh, Sean and the big heads, yeah. or is it one? Because like, for people who know me, know there is a Kendrick. Absolutely. And my mom touched on that. Yeah. My mom knows Kendrick. Yeah. People that know me growing up know Kendrick. But Gerald yeah. knew Kendrick before he knew who. He was there for the transition. Yeah. But a lot of... Uh, th that's how I know my... Like, I know my friends. I know... Like, my friends growing up, they really don't call me. They call me Kendrick because that's what they know. Yeah. A lot of my friends in my later years know Woo. They don't know Kendrick. Absolutely. And I'm going to dive into that when it gets to me. But so for you, Sean, because, like, I don't, for me, I don't see a difference between Sean and Big Hess. Nah, it's, it's really not. It's not a, a difference, but there was a transition. So, like, and you you were there for the transition. So, everybody goes through multiple transitions in life. Right. And so, for me, the first one was high school. Definitely. Just, did you see that big-ass goat that I did? Yeah, you did. You did. You did. You did. You must really like that drink. And you wanted to savor all of that. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You, My bad. Yeah, you really saved that. Crown, we need an endorsement. Because this nigga just made love to that trick just a second ago. God damn, boy. Woo! Woo! My bad, man. God, all right. All right, let me sit to that. Mm. All right. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm sip. Not go. Sip to that. <laughs> but, um, you know, in high school, man, just going, I was like, because growing up, like, I had, like, I, I wasn't, I was the kind of the shy kid mm -hmm. growing up. I grew, grew up around more older guys, so mm -hmm. I didn't really feel like I had that voice or was really sure of myself at all because I was just around older cats. But when I got in high school, a lot of them older cats, they were grown, gone, doing their own thing. So I was just amongst people that were more of my age. And so I started to find myself. And, like, I, you know, the, the big Hess thing started to be birthed around that time. But big Hess is just more of, like, me with the fellas, right? But, like, I'm still the same guy with the fellas, with my folks for the most part. Yeah, because I think, I think we started calling you Big Heads, like, maybe during, it picked up during football. Yeah, 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 during football, it was like Big Heads. It was like, okay, like, let's just roll with it. Like, I had, it felt like I had just lost my first name. Like, it was just Hesley or Big Heads. That was the only thing that I was called in high school. Um, but, like, also being influenced by, like, just my friends around me and, and gaining more confidence during that time, that allowed me to become more of who I was. Right. 
But then the second transition happened because I mean I got married at 22, still was trying to figure out who I was. But like when we had kids, like we had our first child at 25, mm -hmm. that's when I truly transitioned into that because at 25, first child, you got people that's trying to impart their wisdom, quote unquote, and trying to, and they question everything you do and. You know, they say you should, you know, you should walk like this, you should talk like that, mm -hmm. you should raise your kids like this, you should raise your kids like that. And finally, I just got to the point to where I, I just stopped caring about other people's opinions. Like, I don't care about how you feel like I'm raising my kids. I don't feel like, I don't care about how you feel about this decision that I made or that decision that I made. Like, I'm me. Right. Whatever consequences come from it, I'm going to learn from that and just move forward. But, like, if it... At, when I stopped really caring what people thought, mm -hmm. that's when I I started to flourish as the person I am now. Cause I really give a damn who says what about what I do. <laughs> yeah, straight up, like I just don't care. It is like it's my life, my family. I do what I want. If you have an issue with it, you just have an issue with it. That's on you. That's on you. That's on your end. But I stopped worrying about the opinions of others and then the perception of it all and all that because we get trapped in that. We, we you know, we're trying to, you know, betray a certain image right. to certain people, especially family members. I've just gotten to like, look, man, this is me. Mm -hmm. I am who I am. Like it? Cool. If you don't, that's also cool. I just don't care. Yeah. So, like, now, like, you know, in my 30s, got a job I'm you know doing well at I have a family that I love and that loves me I can really care less about anything else mm -hmm. you know so it's just like you can appreciate it if you want but as long as the people that I care about the most appreciate it that's all that matters exactly yeah yeah man I, um Jay is it do you feel like it's a big difference from I mean, because you always Gerald me. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Since that first time we met, first grade. On, on the breezeway. On the breezeway. <laughs> going to Mr. Robinson class. You always been Gerald me. Yeah. You know? I mean, same thing, really. Uh, you know, really, uh, yeah, I think I was just always Gerald, you know, and then, you know, high school, it kind of emo turned into a goddamn. My nigga Gerald, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, it was kind of like one of the things, but uh, I think going into college, you know, being at Auburn, that's kind of when the Jay Easy thing came about, yeah. you know, dealing with, you know, all the shenanigans <laughs> that we that we got into up there. That's that's where Jay Easy came from. So let me ask you this, man. Are you, do people like refer to you as Oh, that's that's Gerald. That's that's Antonio Chantrice's little bro. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, I I only get that you know from from Nate people, but for the most part, I say if you know me, yeah, you know, you know me as as Gerald. Like you know me, know me. Then it's like okay, that's Gerald. But otherwise, you know, like you know, I got folks you know that call me Jay or you know Jay Easy, you know that kind of thing, and don't, that. Like you said, come from later in life, mm -hmm. people start knowing you as Jay Easy. But that's a whole, that's a whole another level right. of, you know, somebody than than Gerald Gerald kind of is. So it kind of is like a 
a difference in the two. Okay. Uh, you know, but as far as changes too, though, man, once that kid come, that's when you know it, it just really change and thinking about family and you know your priorities kind of change yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. I think you know, like I was twenty eight when that happened. So kind of like. I think that's when I fully evolved into, you know, Gerald, the family guy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's it, it's definitely stages. Jay's is still in there, you know. He the he the fun guy, you know. But uh, but for the most part, yeah, like I said, Gerald, that's friends, family. You know, that's how, that's how they gonna know me. Right, and, and like, that's the thing. Like, you know, more like when like when we take our fellas trips, that's more that's more his. You know, that's more of his then. You know, it's, it's just not a care in the world. You know, not thinking about the responsibilities of back home for the most part during those few days. It's just like I'm hanging loose, having fun. Yeah. But like back here, it's just like, man, we got stuff we got to take care of. We have people we have to take care of. And so it's just more of got to be, that's when you have to be that, that father, that husband, yeah. that provider, that protector. Like you have to do that at that time. Yeah, man. Cause, uh, like, I think back, like for, for you, and I'm gonna say Sean now, but for the most part, like, when I'm always talking to you, it's always his. You know, I don't really don't too much throw the big in front of it, but it's always a hey, his. You know, what what about this? What about this? Sometimes I'll be like, I right, Sean, what you think about this? But for the most part, like you. Pissed to me, and, but you know Gerald. Like I said, Gerald is always Gerald to me. Yeah, but but I would also say you have had a heavy influence on Hess, <laughs> <laughs> especially during those high school years. Oh man, had a heavy influence on Hess. Hey man, and man, should we think it's 2020? We met in 2000. I mean that's 20 years of friendship like no no breaks no folds no bends no. it's always like from that first time when we had that first interaction yep. that semi altercation after that we have been we've been all days all all in yeah all days now like kept that before flat straight up you know like I said, like I know Gerald as Gerald because I've been knowing him since first grade back in what early what that was ninety two something like that. <laughs> it was a raised by the night. And then and then we found out we went to church together, so it just <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Made it like you go in too? Yeah. No, I didn't know you praised the Lord no, in the I, same place. I, I praised the Lord. You know, we've been knowing each other from, from then. Yeah. I think like with me and I always tell people like it is it's <coughs> I, I might be bipolar, I don't know. <laughs> I may be bipolar because there is literally two sides of who is Kendrick Delance Wooten. Yeah. It's two sides. Yeah. And <clears throat> like I stated before we took the commercial break, there is Kendrick. Yep. For my friends that have known me since elementary school, and we went 
from Council to Phillips to LaFleur, on through where we at now in adulthood, they know me as Kendrick. Like, a lot of people would not call me woo that have known me for that long. Yeah. Kendrick is more of the level head, the reasoning. The mature guy. The mature guy. Yeah. When we go back and I say, let me put my mature woo hat on. Yeah. I'm talking about Kendrick is coming to the forefront. Yeah, yeah. My mother knows Kendrick. Yeah, she does. My mother speaks heavily. Highly, of, very highly. Highly of Kendrick. Kendrick's an upstanding citizen. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Kendrick, 2020. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it didn't done like when the first the first person that called me woo or it was woo and then woo was Coach Turnsey and that was maybe seventh grade. The yeah. golden arm. The golden arm. And <laughs> <laughs> for people who who went to Phillips know who Coach Turnsey. Coach Turnsey swear before the Lord himself that he has the best arm out of any quarterback that was in the NFL. When when you when you play football at PE, he wanted to be the all-time quarterback. <laughs> That's it. Coach Turnsey deemed me with woo. And I started taking that on in middle school. But woo did not take precedence until high school. Yeah, because I definitely met Wu first. It was a minute before I met Kendrick. Wu, on the other hand, is that person that doesn't take no shit, doesn't care what flies off the dome. The van. Oh, the legendary. You can't even say the van. You have to say the legendary. We will not discuss the van today. <laughs> yes, people. In high school, I did drive a van. The legendary van. The van should have been. I think the van. The van made the senior tape. Yep, it did. It did. The van was known. Yeah. But who did not take presidents until? high school and I wouldn't even say it elevated it just <clears throat> it just happened it, it happened when you came when Wu came Wu came out on 10 yes and, <clears throat> and people that know Wu will tell they will they will tell you yeah I know Wu 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 is that's that's my boy that's my dog yeah Wu is right of that Wu gonna have your back Wu gonna say what he wanna say Wu gonna Step in, Wu is not gonna let anything happen to his people. Yeah. Wu don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you how it is. I'm not gonna shoot the shit, I'm not gonna shoot a coat, nothing. Yeah. And I think people respect both Kendrick and they respect Wu. Yeah. My friends, they already know. When they come to me and they ask me something, I'm gonna tell her how it is. I don't have a filter. As my granddaddy would say, how a T.I. is. That's yeah. what my granddaddy was, how a T.I. is. 
I don't know where that came from, but he was, he was like, I'm gonna tell y'all T.I. is. Oh, all right. Here we go. T.I. is. Yeah, T.I. is. Yeah, T.I. is. And, man, like, it fulfills the most part, man, like, for me, it's it's a it's not it's not really a battle between the two, but I feel like with Kendrick, you get the sensitive side, mm-hmm. you get the compassion, you get the understanding. But will you get the understanding as well? That's a different type. Kendrick, he tries to understand more. He tries to be the voice of reasoning. Woo is just gonna tell you how it is. So let me ask you this. If you had to do it on a percent, this percentage, how often are you woo versus Kendrick? I think I'm woo 80% of the time. Alright, I would agree with that. I'm woo 80% of the time. Yeah. I'm Kendrick mostly around family. Yeah. Yeah. Kids, wife, mom, siblings, uncles, cousins that I care about. Yeah. Kendrick. Yeah. Man. When I talk business, I'm Kendrick then. Yeah. With a taste of wood. Depending on what the what the, the business is. Yes. Depending on what the business is. Depending on, yeah, depending on what the business is. I've been told that who has no tact. I was like, what the fuck you mean I ain't got no tact? I right. go back and look, yo. What the fuck is tact? I, got, I show compassion. Oh, that's Kendrick that shows compassion. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's Kendrick. You know, who does not really show too much compassion? Nah. But, like I said, man, I think a lot of people that know know that I'm I'm all in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think you touched on it maybe. It probably was when we had the moms on. Mm-hmm. And you said, you know, I know like who I got a good friend who because who is gonna tell her how it is and who has my back. 100%. 100%. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, that understanding the two has helped me get to where I am. It, it kind of, and this is going into the next topic of understanding who you are and when it's good and when it's bad. Yeah. Because with me, and like I said, man, like I feel like, like for me, I, I try not to sugarcoat nothing. I try to like tell it like straight how it is, because I feel like if you tell somebody the straight, honest truth, they might be mad, they might be butt hurt, yeah. They might be like, man, fuck you, yeah. But then when they think about it, they'll go back and be like, damn, you know what? Who said some real shit? And yeah. I gotta respect that. Yeah, like people get offended, and I always tell people like, offense is a choice. Like taking offense is a choice. You choose, you pick and choose what you're offended by. Right. And when you're, especially when you're delivering a message to somebody, and it's for their good, you're just a messenger. Mm-hmm. It's their responsibility to take it. 
Now they can take it as, you know, oh man, you know, he being too harsh or, you know, whatever, whatever. But if it's the intent, the one thing I can always say about you is like the the intent is always be like, look, I just want you to be the best you you can be. Right. If it hurts your feelings, it just hurts your feelings. But don't get offended by it because like he's really just trying to tell you this simply so you can be better. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like my siblings, I'm probably I'm really hard on them for the most part. Um, and so they probably would say that like I'm probably like I can be a dick at times. Yeah. Um, I get that all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're a dick. It's like, but it's fun. Like I'm solely that. Like I tell, I used to tell my team when I was managing people. But look, man, you know, you might think I'm a dick, but like I'm a dick with a purpose. Mm -hmm. It's simply to make, like, to make sure that, like, I have to be a dick for that moment to make sure that you're the best person you can be. Outside of that, because if I didn't care, I wouldn't even be that. I'd just be like, all right, well, you know, you continue to do what you're doing, be lackluster, be piss poor, whatever. They got nothing to do with me. Right. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, people just, they don't know how to receive the harsh truth, mm-hmm. you know, at times. And it's just like, man, just just know that it's coming from a good place and just accept that. Digest it and then take the good from it. Yeah, man, I feel like <clears throat> with me, man, <clears throat> a lot of people, a lot of people, they, they, res- they, respect, they respect where I come from. And being like, like I say, man, you and Gerald, Gerald, he knows me since first grade. Man, Gerald know how I am. He, he already know, like, who gonna, who gonna say it? Yep. Yeah. Who gonna speak And, uh, I mean, like I said, even when me and you had met, <clears throat> and you, you met who at that time? Yeah. And, shit, we, we came, we bumped heads. Yeah. We literally bumped heads. It got to a point where, like, and it, it was because I was being territorial. Not really territorial, but so I think it's safe to safe to talk about this. Yeah. When we got to high school. <laughs> And Sean was hanging around some of, you know, my female friends that I've been knowing since elementary school. And I kind of took on that role as big brother. Because, I mean, we all heard the stories about what happens, you know, when you transition from middle to high school. So, I'm like, asking my mom, like, who is this nigga? Oh, he's trying to fuck that. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, I just wanted to let y'all know that he was being a hater. That's exactly <laughs> what he was being. He was being a hater. Because I was oh, getting no. some attention from his female friends. Those he, were more like my sisters. Well, your sisters were giving me a lot of attention at the time <laughs> that you didn't necessarily find you weren't too fond of. From this cat that you did not know whatsoever. So I'm like, man, who the fuck is this dude? And I think that like that's like how all friendships spawned mm-hmm. in high school. Like, who the fuck is this? Like, <clears throat> for example, 
remember, I think it was 10 grade year, and you was like, man, my homeboy Boo Man, yeah. he coming from, from blood <coughs> over here, and he gonna be on the football team. And you know, you was talking high level, man. I was like, man, who the fuck is a Boo Man? What is a Boo Man? Like, what type of name is that? And walking through the hallway, we was leaving from somewhere. I'm like, man, fuck this nigga Boo Man. <laughs> and it just happened, I walked right into him. I was like, man, who is you? I'm Boo Man. Like, oh, and for, for y'all that don't know, man, Boo Man is like six, seven. <laughs> he was like a, 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 a clean 280. Yeah, about 280 then. He was like, man, I'm looking at I'm looking at him up and down like, who the fuck is you? I'm Boo Man. Oh, what's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> You know, so I mean that's like one of our stories and you know, Boo Man is, is one of our one of our closest homeboys to this day as well. But I just feel like it's important, man, to 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 know who you are and to know where you came from and where you're going. Yeah. Like when I'm with my family and my kids, like I try to paint the best picture. I'm I'm running for father of the year every year. Yeah. You know. Even if my my kids get tired of seeing me or I'm hard on them or whatever the case may be, I'm gonna do that. Right. With my friends, just depends on the setting that we're in. Yeah, definitely. Whatever whatever setting we're in, I'm I'm going to pose. I don't. I mean, I, I don't. I don't know. I try not to to deviate so much. But the thing is, too, like, people try to make it seem like, oh, I'm the same all the time. It's like, it's no way you're the same all the time. Like, in order for us to function, you know, we have to be, um, we have to be flexible in who we are. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, what up to you? I'm I'm pretty sure my wife was, like, my wife was saying it. Like, she says all the time, like, she's like, you know, you're not the same around me as you are with your homeboys. Oh, I get that all the time myself. Technically, I'm not supposed to be. Exactly. You know, like, you know, that's that's my baby. I'm supposed to be lovey-dovey. Right. And, you know, softer and, you know, that type of stuff. But then, like, with y'all, like, I could care less what y'all think about, like, soft. There ain't no room to be soft. You can't be. Yeah, around y'all, because <laughs> you get destroyed. Oh, man, we'll pick your ass up. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, exactly. So it's just like, you know, you got to be versatile in who you are, but still, like, one thing that I've always tried to be is just regardless of, like, who I am with certain people, I try to be genuine. Mm-hmm. You know, just always try to be genuine. Like, I care and I show you a certain side depending on who you are, but, like, regardless, like, you you feel like I am a genuine person. Yeah, man, and I think, and, and I, I will, I will, you know what I'm saying, like, a, from the time we met freshman year in two, August of 2000 up until August of 2020, Sean, you have not changed. You, you, I mean, let me say, let, that sounds hard because you have to change. You, you mature, but yeah. As far as like a friendship goes, 
you have always been that friend, that brother to me. Yeah. Like with Gerald. Gerald has always been that brother to me. And I can name like a, a multiple, like Brandon. Yeah. Fred. Larry. Yeah. Uh shit. Lenny. Yeah. Como. Uh Ross. Yeah. Jimmy. Medium Larry now. Medium Larry. You know what I'm saying? Dog, that would be a whole nother podcast. Yeah. Like, you talking about somebody that's transitioned? Oh, man. He, oh. Tra- he transitioned like body. Yeah. Were y'all talking about bumpers? Mine. No, no, our homeboy Larry. Oh. Oh, man. Like, that's, we have to discuss that off white. Oh, okay. We ain't gonna put him out there like that. We ain't gonna do that. <laughs> right. We're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that. Because, yeah, like, he has, like, grown so much in, you know, in the last few years, man. That's insane. And, and, and like I said, man, like, Change is important because if you are in the same place where you were five years ago, yeah. Say if you were the same, if you were the same person in 2015 and it's 2020, right? And you have not changed to better yourself. Why are you breathing the same air as me? Right, because I mean, like, it's change is required. Mm-hmm. It's necessary, man. Like, yes. in order to survive, you have to change. Like, you can look behind, like, ah, oh, like this. <laughs> There we go. Second half choke. Second half choke. Shine trying to kill. Second half choke. There we go. He's not on my life insurance. Yeah, yeah. Don't die here. Wait until you get out. Wait until you get out the subdivision. Don't die here. But um, you know, like it, it, it's like necessary. Like I take for instance, like BlackBerry, right? So like BlackBerry, one time was like the smartphone before smartphones were a big thing, and then. Other smartphones like iPhones start coming out. I hate fucking Blackberry. Yeah, I hate them. I, I, I was not. It, it was so complicated, mm-hmm. you know. But then when iPhone came out and and Androids started popping up, rather than adapting, they said, "Well, we've been on top. We were on top for this long. Right. Why should we change?" And what eventually happens, they end up getting left in the, in the dust by everybody else and now they're pretty much non-existent you know so it's like you have to change in order to keep up with the times but you can change and still be who you are you know like you don't have to like just completely you don't have to completely change it like reinvent yourself right you know but you gotta adapt something and i think that's what happened with two chains like he realized he recognized like i gotta rebrand myself in order to get where i am he improved himself, but he was still, for the most part, the same guy. Well, you got to think, man, like, and I think one of his most underrated albums was the collaborative album he did with Wayne and mm-hmm. Kylie Grove. Yeah, that was good. And I believe it was the intro when he spoke about him and Wayne meeting. Yeah. And Wayne, I guess... Talked him out of getting out of that contract with Luda and DTP. Yeah. Because, like, we was talking to pre-production. Like, yeah, I heard of Two Chain. Well, I heard of Titty Boy on some of those tracks. Right. I and his biggest track as Titty Boy was Duffel Bag Boy. Right. And who was on that? Featured on that? Wait. Wait. Yeah. Fired. Wait, yeah. If I don't do nothing, I'm about. Yep. I'm counting on day like the clock 
coming in the wild. Now go and get your money, little duffer bad boy. Ah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he he rebranded himself and he became Titty Two Chain. Yeah. He said that for a while, then she just two, two chains. Two chains. And I mean, shit, that worked for him. Yeah. You know? So another question that I got for you. If can you speak on a good instance of being who you are and a bad instance of being who you are? I think me being genuine is a gift and a curse. Like I have like an open door door policy for right. the most part. Like if you ask it, like I answer it. You know, if you want to know something, I'll let you know. And that is what managers do. That is what leaders do. They have open door policy. Right, right. It's just like because you know, and I was me and my sister were talking earlier today about this, and it's like you have to let people behind the curtain to an extent. It's to an extent. You gotta let them in to make them realize that you are human. Right. You know, but. At the same time, you have to remain guarded. And you can't let everybody access the same levels. Right. So I think for me, sometimes I can be like, I can be too inviting mm-hmm. in, which then allows people to gain access that sometimes they shouldn't gain. Right. You know, so, you know, it's like, I let you in so we can find common ground, mm-hmm. we can build that bond. But instead of like stopping it right there, sometimes I still let you come in a little further, which has kind of bit me in the past. Right. So, Jay, what about you, bro? Like, you got what's your what's your good and bad vices of being who you are? Man, you know, uh, <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah, I just threw you on the spot. Yeah, for sometimes, <laughs> man, you know, like you said, that honesty piece, man. Some people don't be ready for that honesty. And uh, I think I even just even at home sometimes even you know with the with the missus, you know like they'll ask you a question sometimes and you know and I think at times you know me just kind of giving that straightforward honest response sometimes might not be the best thing sometimes but a lot of times you just can't help it and it's like you know this is just what it is and some people might take that as being mean right but you know us we understand it's just as it's just being straightforward and i want you to be the best you so i'm gonna say whatever and so you know sometimes i think that catch people off guard just that that honesty piece yeah um so you know i think that kind of at times can be when it when it kind of backfired on me, but then at the same time, it's like, hey man, I told you what it was, right? So you know that's just what it is. I think, man, <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Well, I'm gonna talk about this one instance with Gerald, man. Uh oh. Gerald has always <laughs> been the laid back, quiet one. Out of our group. Now, with, for my for my wedding, I had my four line brothers, and I had my four friends that I grew up in the church with. Yeah. Right. So that was this one time. I it might have been when we was in middle school that. 
my birthday came around, I had a sleepover at the crib. Like that weekend. That's yearly, boy. Here you. <laughs> <laughs> but this one year, I think we, you know, mom had all the fellas over. And we, you know, we went to, I think we went to the skate ring. We probably went to the movies. And uh, this one night, man, Bo was just, he was fucking with Gerald. <laughs> fucking with Gerald. Gerald was like, I ain't taking this shit no more. <laughs> They got the fighting in the van. Oh! <laughs> Gerald was throwing them hands. <laughs> Mama was like, y'all stop. I'm back there laughing like, no, Mama, let it go. <laughs> Gerald was, he tagged boy. And I was like, and Gerald, the same how he is that. Oh, man. <laughs> Four foot nothing. He said, we're going for it. And he went for the gusto, boy. <laughs> and I was, and, and then I knew, I was like, hey, you can't fuck with small people, school with somebody too that was crazy too night grade you know same type situation but that's a whole nother he was like he was like i'm proving myself today exactly don't let the smooth taste fool you boy <laughs> but i think i think with me man like good the good with being like i said earlier like with kendrick or who Kendrick, I'm, I'm gonna listen to you. Kind of like you, Shane. I'm, I'm gonna listen to you. I'm gonna try to reason with you. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be that friend, that big brother. Who, on the other hand, I'm gonna tell you how it is. It might hurt your feelings. Like I think one instance, one one of my one of my one of my my, my good homegirls. She was asking me something about a guy, and I was just like, man, he probably won't like your ass. <laughs> you know, I know him, and I know you, and that shit ain't gonna work. And she was just like, well, well why you say that? I'm like, man, look, I know you, yeah. and I know him, and just like your man. it ain't gonna make it. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? She didn't work out. We stopped talking for a minute. And then after, you know, the shit fell apart, she was just like, well, yeah, well, you was right. But goddamn it, I knew I was right. You should fucking listen to me. And oh, don't let me know that I'm right. Oh, I'm gonna man. let you know that, hey, I was fucking right. You should fucking listen to me. I think that is the bad part of it. But when I've got into Fist fights of being woo. Yeah. On multiple times. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think we have may have spoken on that yeah, in yeah. previous episodes. I have witnessed a and few. you have witnessed a few. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah. And I I think that, that could be a good but very bad. Because like I said, I was told by one of my childhood brothers that I lack tact. And I'm just like, well fuck it. I'm gonna tell her how it is. <laughs> As 
Sometimes that shit bit me in the ass about telling it how it is. Yeah. Because, I mean, one time, like, I got in, it, during the military, I told a supervisor, a superior, how it was. Right. And it didn't end well for me because I got a bad OER. <laughs> the OER is an officer evaluation report. Yeah. Got a bad one for that quarter because mm-hmm. I told him how it was. Yeah. But I didn't give a fuck. But after that, he did respect me for it, but he still gave my ass that bad evaluation. <laughs> right? So, I mean, I say all that to say, people, it is good to understand and to know who you are. Absolutely. Because knowing who you are leaves no doubt in other people's minds who you are. Right. They will respect you for who you are. Whether right. good, the bad, the ugly, if you are consistent and you are genuine with who you are, the first step is knowing, knowing who you are. Because how can somebody else respect who you are if you don't know who you are? Exactly. Exactly. It's like, how can I expect the person that you're portraying if you don't even know that that's the real you? Right. And I, I, and I, I felt everything 2 chains was saying in that Breakfast Club interview, and he was coming off hostile and angry, and he even said at one point, I'm not directing my comments to y'all because y'all know me. He said, Angela, Charlemagne, Envy, y'all know me. I'm not talking to y'all. It's for the people that don't know me. Right. And I feel like I battled that before. Like people just don't, for people that don't know who, won't understand who, and won't know where who's coming from. But I feel like it's a big, big misconception too, like at times. Mm-hmm. Because people won't, it's not necessarily that you're not giving them who you are. They just only want to see a certain part. So, so, so for them, they're like, well, Sean is this person. It's like, well, actually, I'm not. Well, you, you did this. I know, but that's not who I am. I just, you know, you just saw that certain part. Right. And you ran with it. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just how you perceive me. Yeah. I can't worry about how you perceive me. That's, that's your fault. And one thing that I have always been told Perception is a motherfucker. Perception, yep. it, it, it doesn't matter what you think. Yep. It's how the person that is speaking to you views you and perceives you. Right. Right. So you, it's like you very well mean the most, the utmost respect. Yep. You could, you could very well mean everything positive. And I, I battle that, and I understand that. Yeah. The tell tell me all the time, like I don't show emotion. Yeah. Because I get that all the time. The majority of the time, I, like me personally, I feel that emotion is a sign of weakness. Mm-hmm. And when somebody knows that and they see that, they can tap into that and they can use that against you. Right. That's now it. I could be just a little shallow on that, but that's just how I feel. About but that's just it's certain levels to it. Like, everybody don't get the same, don't reach the same level with you. So it's like, they're like, well, you're, you're mo- you know, you don't show any emotion, which, I mean, I'm pretty nonchalant, so, oh, well. But, like, for the people that do see it, like, those are the people that have access to it. Don't get mad because you don't have access to that. Right. You know, like, my wife, she gets, she sees that. 
more than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, y'all see it for the most part. Mm-hmm. But it's just like everybody don't deserve that type of access. Exactly. Exactly. Exactly, man. Shit, bro. Got a little heavy then. Yep, just a tad. Got a little deep. Yep. Let the people know a little bit more about us, who we are as individuals. It's not it's not a front, it's not a show. You know, what you see with me is what you see is what you get. Yeah. Point blank period. Yeah. Make sure that period is with a D. Period yep. with a D. Not with a T. Not with a T. That as somebody that is from our hometown decided to embarrass us on a podcast to say period. God damn it, Como, God you damn. embarrassed God us. damn. I guess we just too much city girls. Period, poo. No, every every week, like I try to just not go in on Courtney. I really try not. It's too easy. And then he does something. I'm like, you know what? You 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 did that. You forced you forced our hand saying period on and, a podcast. And, and, and for y'all that, that don't know what we're talking about, please go and listen to. The All Safety Podcast, their last episode. It's within the first 10 minutes. Courtney got in, he got into, well, his name is Courtney. Yeah. But it's with a K, not a C. Yeah. I guess that's a little bit masculine. I bet you when he said period, he did his hand like this. He was like, period. <laughs> God damn it. And, and then he had, he, he got, he's like, period. Yeah. Period. Period. <laughs> The problem is he ain't got no hair to sway you. <laughs> what yeah, he, he, can't, he can't whip his hair back and forth because he ain't got no hair. He ain't got none. So he just rubbed his bald head backwards. He was like, period. He rubbed, he rubbed the top. He said, period. He patted his head, period. God damn. God damn, Cornish. Man, he went to Davidson, man. What you expect? Boy. He gonna hate us. Yeah, <laughs> but oh well. No oh well. That ain't no grown ass. <laughs> I don't remember. Man, so uh, let's let's get in this Woosai moment of the week. I'm saving mine, dog, uh, cause we got some business we got to take care of first for my Woosai moment. Okay. I'm gonna wait until the business is taken care of before I let that happen. Oh. Before I release that. Okay. I'm, I'm holding on to that one. All right. That one's gonna have to be in the tuck until we get this business taken care of. So for right now, I don't have one. Oh. Best believe when this is over, I got it. Man, I got be, it. That might be my woo side too. All I'm gonna say is, like, you try to do business with black people and they don't act right. No. And I'm just gonna leave it at that. It's not all just some. Yeah, because if I go any further, like we're gonna be here for another thirty. Yeah, let's just wait till the business gets out. Yeah. Alright, well, my side moment of the week, man. And they always say, it be your own people. Mm-hmm. Your own people. And this time I'm not talking about black folks. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about family. Us. Your own people, man. Yeah. And I told my mama and my sister I was going to talk about this. <laughs> On my Wusa moment, they was like, "No, don't do it." Well, I ain't gonna drop no name. Yeah. But I had to get this on my chest, and it just really pissed me the fuck off. All right, for one, we talked about mothers, and this is not about my mama. 
we talked about mothers. We talked about how nurturing they are. Yep. How loving they are. We even had our moms on the podcast right. for Mother's Day. Right. Let me take a, let me take a Man, alright. So, my sister, she utilizes a family member, or she did, to take care or watch over my niece when she has to go to work because all our work schedules conflict with one another. Right. right? So, she uses a family member. To, to take care of, of our niece, we babysit, pays it. So this family member that takes care of my niece, she's an older lady. <clears throat> she's a grandma. All right. All right. She lives with her adult daughter, which is the same age as our mothers. All right. So her adult daughter is like stirs up shit and say, hey, either you tell her that you cannot keep her daughter anymore or you have to leave. You got to get out. I don't know where you're going, but you got to go. What? Yes. This really pisses me off because for people who know me, no, I'm very family oriented, especially right. after the passing of my father. Right, right. I am very family oriented. Yeah. For a child to tell their mother that, hey, you got to give them an ultimatum. Either you tell her that you can't keep her child, that you're getting paid for. Yeah. That you are getting paid for. To babysit. So you can have a little extra income. So what's the reason that she don't want the baby there? She's a fucking asshole. <laughs> fucking asshole. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For you to tell your mom, like, hey, if you tell her that you can't keep her kid or you got to go, what type of shit is that? Right. That's some bullshit in my eyes. Yeah. And like I said, I'm not going to say the name. I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. But I have to speak on this shit because that is absurd. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, me and my mom, we might not see eye to eye all the time. I might get mad, she might get mad, but at the end of the day, that's my mom and I'm gonna love her to death. Right. You know what I'm saying? I've done shit in my 34 years that my mom did not agree with. Yeah. She probably whooped my ass, she probably didn't talk to me, but at the end of the day, she loves me nonetheless, and she's always there. Yep. So, if my mama was 80 plus years old, and she needed somewhere to stand, was staying with us, and she was doing something to have a little income in her pocket, what the fuck is the issue? Right. But for you to give your mama an ultimatum, like, hey, either you tell her you can't keep the kid, or you got to fucking go, that's stupid. Right. And I don't agree with that. Because it's, it's not like the baby is like terrorizing the house. She a baby. A fucking baby. Like she ain't even one. And she don't, and my, and my niece, man, she doesn't cry often. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? She doesn't like whine and fuss. She's a happy baby. Like, and I, I felt a certain type of way. Like that's so fucking stupid, man. I, that that fucking that that pissed me off. Yeah. You know, like go lay on the train track and just wait for the train to run over your dumb ass. Like I was so fucking pissed. And they was like, no, Kendrick, don't say nothing. Mind you, they called me Kendrick. Right. That woo was coming. Yeah, yeah, the woo was coming out. The woo was coming. Yeah. And I said, I'm not gonna say nothing. Okay. We'll just find ultimate means. Mm-hmm. But I hate that it's it's always it's your own people, man. Right, right. Your own fucking people that always try to hold you back. And that shit is ridiculous. So, fuck it. Fuck. Sometimes you just gotta say, fuck family. Right. Man, that shit just got me mad all the time. That shit just got me. Fuck it. Yeah, I mean, what I, I think that's foul. That should be your foul. Yeah, that's foul, man. That shit is like dumpster trash. With the juice. The nasty ass juice that just leaked. To the oh. To the bottom of the oh, oh, man. Yeah. Oh. Whew. Who's up? <laughs> no. I'm good. Alright. I'm good. We good then. Beyond people. Yo. Alright, man. Well. <laughs> ah, man. Alright. Say, you got anything else you want to say today, man? No, man, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm Gucci. I'm Gucci. I feel like every time I get my wolf out, man, it's just like crickets just enter the building. <laughs> well, that's why we've determined that you go second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we learned a few weeks back that it's not, it's not cool to just let you go first because if you go first, it's a problem. There's no following that. So, you know, I ain't have, I have one, but I don't have one. So. <laughs> We're good. We're good. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, we're good. I appreciate it. <laughs> Jay, you got anything else you want to say, man? Nah, man, I ain't got nothing right now, man. Uh, I probably on the same woo side that uh, that Sean holding back too. That's gonna be uh, a like, <laughs> woo side unison. <laughs> oh, man. Boy, that's gonna be that's gonna be a woo for the ages. Yeah, man, we gonna we gonna we gonna goddamn triple team this boy. That boy, <laughs> that might be the second half of the podcast for that one, bro. That, that shit now. Until then, hold it, hold it in the road. Right. Kendrick, come back. Yeah, but best believe when this is done, whoo, whoo, it's gonna be let go. We let it fly. No hoes, boy. Yeah, for sure. And probably would never, ever. Not at all. Never, ever. Not at all. Do business with this person again. No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. We try to do good by the black community, man. We are. Just some people right. just messing it up. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. Man, but like we said, man, each and every week we try to get better and better. We try, we try to do this with for you all. We enjoying it. 
For sure. We we are enjoying doing what we're doing, man. We had a whole other topic we was gonna discuss this week, but we had a curveball that came through, so we had to readjust. Improvise, man. We did, and I thought we did a hell of a job on that. We also started a little late, man, but I think it was all for good good reasons why yeah. we did start late. Hey, man, we gotta make sure it's right. We do, man. And look, man, we 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 asking for y'all continued support. And I know people have been asking about the Woodsman shirts, but because of one business venture that is holding us up, it is holding the progress of the Woodsman shirts, but they're coming. Yeah, just be patient with us. Please. Because we have to be patient. But please, man, we, we love y'all feedback. We love everything that y'all are saying because it's helping us get better each and every week. And, man, I'm going to continue to shout out Gerald. Gerald might not say much. I threw his ass under the bus today. I made him talk a whole lot more today. But Gerald is content with being behind the scenes. Right. And But, the, I mean, to be fair, like, he been doing a hell of a job behind the scenes, so... Uh, out fucking standing job. Yeah, man. we got plenty of shit that's coming to the forefront in the future. I promise you, we are trying to make avenues available not just for us, but for people, for you all. I mean, you know, we got some shit coming, man. We got some shit coming. Yeah. And once y'all see and y'all hear, y'all are gonna want a piece of this. And, and we gonna branch out, man. That's all we trying to put back into the community. For we sure. Trying, we trying to put back into our people, man. Yeah. We we trying to we trying to elevate this to another level. So like I said, each and every week, man, I appreciate my two brothers that are here sitting with me. I appreciate you, big heads. I appreciate you, Jay Easy. And I appreciate the fans, man, the listeners, the viewers. Uh, we, we we don't have a beehive. We don't have a. Uh, 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 Rihanna Navy. Um, shit, who, who else got? We don't have uh, horses in the stable. No, no, no. Stallions. Right. Uh, we don't have all that yet, man. We just got friends and family and people that fuck with us. Straight up. Anyway, I'm going to get off my soapbox. It's your boy Woo. It's your boy Big Hess. Jay Easy. This is Woo Isms. Text her back and tell her hurry. This that category five. When I walk up in the strip club, throw it high, make you and George wash the head. But OGs never fed us. Now young niggas fed up, balling so hard. I deserve an and one. Making so the market, then I'm getting it. Ain't obviously you a bitch, you a hoe. That's just my philosophy. And I'm known to kick 
looking like the captain of a soccer team. Billy Jean, red leather, same color, red lobster. And she brainwash head dog. Uh, I'm be fresh as hell if the feds watch. I'm be fresh as hell if the feds watch. Thanks for listening to another episode of Woolisms. It's your boy Woo. Your boy Big Hess. And your boy Jay Easy. You can follow me, your boy Woo, on every social media platform. The Facebook, Kendrick Wooten, on IG, K underscore D underscore Wooten. And you can follow your boy on IG at Big underscore Hessler. You can find me on all platforms under J underscore Easy. And look, also follow the Wooisms page on Facebook, Wooisms, on IG, Wooisms Pod, and on YouTube, Wooisms Podcast. And we're out. Hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>